0: Today's speaker has a platform that helps build habits, self-confidence, and breaking out of self-sabotage. Let's learn more. Building spirituality, family, health, and business. This is The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant. Good afternoon, Giant Builders. So I have Paul Levitin here, and he has an education platform called the Happy Health Human Academy. Welcome, Paul, how are you?
1: I'm doing excellent. Thank you so much for having me today.
0: So tell me about your healthy, Happy Healthy Human Academy.
1: Yeah, sure. So, I mean, everything is uh, uh, exactly about those three words, right? Happy Healthy Human. Uh, it's an education platform where I offer one-to-one coaching as well as courses on various topics, around mindset, personal development and growth all around, again, exactly that, helping people become the happiest, healthiest versions of themselves, AKA humans. And uh, I've been growing this for about two years. I also have a podcast by the same name, the Happy Healthy Human Podcast. And it's all just an ecosystem to help build people up into the most successful version of themselves.
0: Okay. What do you think makes people not
1: happy? (laughs) uh, there's a lot, (laughs) um, but uh, if I have to, uh, boil it down to its most basic thing, I think it's my own personal opinion. You know, it comes from a lack of control in our lives, right? So having more control over the outcomes of our life, we can feel good about that. And we have less control. Uh, It's very hard to feel good. And this is why, you know, this is why money people, you know, people think they want money, but what it's really, what does money give you? It gives you more sense of control. The same thing with health, right? If someone's very unhealthy, very overweight, very out of shape, very whatever, you can feel out of control. My body is like fighting against me. I have back pain. I have knee pain. When people get healthy, they tend to feel more in control of their body and thus their life. So I think that a sense of control in all areas is, is a, a good feeling that most people are striving for.
0: So how, what's a step that we can take to be in more
1: control? Uh, well, you know, so good question. Um, it depends, again, what, what areas that we're talking about. But in reality, it's, it's the same in, in everything. It's about focusing on what you can control. Right, So that's the thing, when, when, people, when I say this, people will go, well, well life isn't in, under my control. So if I can only be happy when I'm in control of everything, well, how does that work? And that's true until you understand that it's not about controlling everything. It's about controlling the things that you can control. So if we're talking about it from a business standpoint, I can put out a podcast, right? With the uh, with the idea that okay, if my podcast grows, my audience grows, people will like what I do, they will reach out to me, they will buy my courses, they will buy, buy my coaching yada yada yada. So that I think of that as a part of my overall ecosystem. I cannot control though how many people download each episode, how many people actually listen to each episode, how many people actually click the link in the show notes or whatever it is. So if I'm putting all of my value as a person, if I'm putting all of my emotion on that result, it's going to set me up for failure because I, that result is outside of my control. But if I focus on what I can control, which is the quality of the content, it's sticking to a schedule, right? I, I release a podcast every Wednesday morning, come rain or shine, you know, it's, it's having good guests, it's being prepared for my interviews or whatever it is, that stuff I can't control. And that is what the best that I can do to set myself up for success in the long run. So what would a first
0: meeting look like with you?
1: So when someone, when I first talk to someone, uh, it depends. So I have a a, a lengthy intake process to make sure that I'm working with the right people Mm -hmm. because this type of work is not for everyone. We're doing a lot of the deeper uh, mental stuff, you know? But let's say we get past there. The way I'm starting with everyone right around like day one stuff is a few key things. One is understanding and setting expectations right? Expectations around what we can seek to gain from each other, right? What, what you can seek to get out of this, right? Whether it's an eight-week course, whether it's coaching with me for six months, whether it's a, a one-hour masterclass, I'm still going to set the tone in the very beginning. Because again, what sets people up for disappointment is unrealistic expectations. So it's like, hey, here's what here's what you can expect to gain. Here's what I expect from you, right? Here's what you, there's there's is there's, there's a give and take us. You're paying me for a, a service, but you also have to do something on your end. Um, and then I have to be very realistic with that. So a lot of it is taking people's head out of the skies and bringing it back down to earth. So I started as a, before I was doing this type of coaching, I was a personal trainer. Uh, which fitness, you know, in New York city. And the very first conversation I had to have with people was like, Hey, I know what goal you have. And I know how fast you're going to think it's going to, you're going to reach it. What you have to realize is it's going to be twice as hard. And it's going to take you 10 times longer. You can get there 100%, right? We can, we can, we can work there. You can get there, but what you think is going to be an easy trip in, in six weeks is going to be a really hard journey. That's going to take you six months. So it's just setting that really r- realistic expectation so that people can understand that one, like I'm not sugarcoating things. And two, it's like they don't get in their own head about it because when you have unrealistic expectations, this ends up being a form of self-sabotage because your brain gets it stuck in this loop of of fairness, right? If if I expect that, hey, if I do this uh, new business coaching program and it says eight weeks to $100,000 months, and then I finish the eight weeks and I'm not getting $100,000 months, my brain goes, hey, that's not fair. I'm not getting what I signed up for. So that in my, in my brain and my body feels like a good reason to quit. It's like, well, then, like screw this. I gave it its fair shot. I tried. But if I have realistic expectations of, Hey, you're going to do this eight week course, theoretically, yes, you could make a hundred thousand dollars at the end, but more than likely you're going to be making about $5,000. And then if you keep up with what you've learned over the next six to eight months to 12 months to two years, you could be making that amount of money. And then my brain, when I'm, when I'm not making, if I make a hundred thousand dollars, that's great. Love that. You know, <laughs> I'm super happy about that too. But if I don't, I don't automatically find that as a reason to quit on the entire journey as a whole
0: so what took you from physical training to coaching
1: uh yeah it was really just a natural progression for me because from fitness you realize a lot of a lot of fitness coaches will tell you that it's it's more mental than it is physical right you can tell people all the best workouts and in reality you don't need me to tell you the best workouts i said all the time as a personal trainer like there's no reason my job exists that you can learn everything that I'm going to teach you that people were paying me you know New York City 100 150 dollars an hour to stand next to them while they worked out I'm like you can get this for free on YouTube. So there you know the whole thing about like you need the information is just not real. So now the question for me that was interesting was like well why is that the case? Why do we have all of the information and yet we struggle so much to put it into action? And you know that's the thing is that we people would come to me and say, Hey, I want to lose weight. Or again, I want to be more self-confident. I want to feel better in my own skin. It's like the end goal is I just want to be a little bit happier. Right. And it's like, why would, and then it's, it becomes a very binary thing. It's like, if I do these actions, if I eat well, if I exercise, if I work on my business, I'll be happier. And if I don't do these things, I'll be unhappy. And yet people still go that route, right? They, they know that it's like, I feel bad when I don't exercise. I feel good when I exercise. And yet exercising is still hard. And this is like the root of everything to me. It's like, that is the human condition. That's what we're up against. So it's like, it's, it's hard. It, it's just hard. And I want to support people in that journey in the ways that I best know will actually get them that result, because I think that's something that everyone deserves.
0: So expand on the self-sabotage part for me.
1: Yeah, for sure. So if, if we can accept or admit either way. It's, you know, it, it's the truth in my understanding that we are the masters of our own destiny, right? And again, that things out, go, going back to what I was, right, things outside of your control happen, but you are still in control of your life, right? I decide if I get up and I go right to work in the morning, or if I lay around in bed scrolling on Instagram for two hours before I get to work, I am still in control of that. So I have to take it a level of extreme ownership and say that if I'm not getting what I want out of life, whether it's physical, financial, relationally, or anything else like that, I have to take the that on myself because we don't solve problems that we didn't help to create. So as long as I have the ability to go, oh, well, it's not my fault. It's the government. Oh, well, it's not my fault. It was my boss. Oh, well, it's not my fault. I just have bad genetics. As long as I have that in the back of my head, I'm never actually going to be able to find a an actual solution to that problem. Whereas if I can go, you know what, I don't like where I am right now. And something in me is, has helped to create this and now I can go change it. So if you think of things that way, then everything becomes self sabotage because the only thing that can stop me from being the best version of me is me. So it's, again, it it can be hard. You know, people don't like, like to hear it put that way, but I don't really think that there's any other thing. Like, of course there are things outside of our control, but again, it's what can you control in the current situation that you're in?
0: So isn't it a complete like mindset process to not self-sabotage yourself?
1: Yeah, 100%, right? So there's certain uh, what I call patterns, right? In, in, uh, and I call the hum- the five human tendencies. Uh, it's an acronym I created. It's called SLUMP, S-L-U-M-P, right? So uh, I'll give you a super quick example. The S is shoulds and supposed tos, right? So that's exactly the example I gave before of but- like, oh, I did this program. I should have gotten this much result before, but I did it and I was supposed to have more. So that's not fair. Okay. Now I can quit. Right. The, you know, the P is perfectionism. Oh, I can't do this. I can't be, I can't get a 100% of the time. I can't give it 100% of my effort. It's not worth it. So I quit all of these different things. they're, They're all different reasons for me to justify quitting in my head because as cliche as it sounds, you know, people will say all the time, again, whether it's business, whether it's fitness, whether it's relationships, consistency is key, right? We all know that everyone says that, well, it's all about consistency. And yet we don't find consistency because we find reasons to quit. We justify those reasons, right? We go, oh, well, I gave it, I gave it a try. Oh, well, it's just, it's just not for me. I just can't do it. And we, our brain does this because it doesn't want us to quit on ourselves. No one wants to say like, I'm just a loser. I just suck. So what we do is cognitive dissonance kicks in and we go, oh, well, it's not, it's not that I didn't try It's I really tried my best. I just couldn't do it because of X, Y, and Z. So it gives us that out so that we're able to quit on ourselves, which in that moment feels good because now it's like, oh, well, it's not my fault. I get to like stop doing this thing. I get to stop trying. But in reality, it's not serving us, right? Because in reality, again, with that that business plan that you gave it six months, maybe it would have taken five years to take off the ground. But if you never stopped, if it truly was your passion project, it would have taken off the ground, right? It's the same you know, with TikTok, with Instagram, with all of these things, the people who find the most success are just the people who are obsessive about it. So when we have these little things in the back of our head that allow us that little bit of wiggle room, that little bit of self-doubt to go, hmm, you know, this, this, this thing really isn't working out. That is self-sabotage, rearing its head and giving us an excuse to get out of it. When again, all we had to do was stay in the game long enough to actually get the win.
0: I don't know. It's hard to keep talking to yourself when it just keeps dragging on.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. Well, again, and this is why it's the hard thing because this is human nature. I say this a lot, you know, people, there's this old cliche in fitness, right? Like it's you versus you, you know, the the guy staring in the mirror and like pointing like this. But I like to say it's like, it's not you versus you, it's you versus human nature because you want to do better, right? Everyone who is again dieting and, and falling off their diet, they want to lose the weight, they want to do the diet. What is the thing that's stopping him? Every person who wants to be rich, but again finds themselves waking up and laying in bed watching Netflix all day instead of instead of getting up and working. Like they want it to be rich, they want to be successful. It's just that human nature is to be like, give me that instant dopamine hit right now. Give me that next episode of, on Netflix. Give me that thing right now. And that's what we're fighting against. And that's you know what I talk about in my content and my courses and everything is like, how do you win that battle? And it's not it, it is not easy. It's you know, but it's it's worth talking about. I think.
0: Oh, definitely. Okay. Um, Any closing thoughts?
1: Uh, No, I just want to say that again, like like I just kind of said there, that I always like to tell people like this is not you being broken. This is not like there's nothing wrong with you if you struggle with these things. This is human nature. It is human nature is to struggle. And that is the, the, the battle that we're all in together. So I would just, you know, I always like to say, it's that like, it can seem like I'm all talking about a lot of negative stuff. Like it's so hard. And so this, you're going to struggle, it's going to be bad, but that, that's a good thing. Right. It's like, we, we're all struggling and that's okay. And even if you're struggling, it doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. It means that you're trying something that's challenging. And because of that, you're going to get better.
0: Well, that's a lot to think about. <laughs> well, we'll make sure that all of your contact information is below and, um, Thank you so much. It was very inspiring to know that it's not me.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, 100% you're welcome. And if anyone is listening and uh, wants, uh, I t- said I have that slump method that I teach mm-hmm. by, uh, the, the tendencies that lead to self sabotage. I have a free master class. It's about 45 minutes long where I go through the five human tendencies that lead to self sabotage. So I'll happily give that to any of your listeners who want to check it out.
0: Okay, put that link below then. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. It was very mind opening as far as um, just your direction is very positive And I really appreciate that.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: All right. See you next time, Giant Builders. Thank you for listening. This has been The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant.